0: Job chapter 3 verse 1 And after this hath Job opened his mouth, and revileth his day. Job was going to say bad things about the day that he was born. 2 And Job answereth, and saith, Notice Job is the first one to speak, after seven days of silence, with him and his friends, where they all mourned. The loss of Job's children, now it's appropriate to speak because the seven days of mourning have passed. And it was polite of his friends to let him speak first, so so far his friends haven't done or said anything wrong. 3. Let the day perish in which I am born, and the night that hath said, A man-child hath been conceived. 4. That day let it be darkness, let not God require it from above, nor let light shine upon it. To an outsider, it seems like Job is cursing God's creation on that day. But more crucially, what Job is doing is, he's not cursing the Creator. He is that creation that was born on that day. And he's cursing his own life, instead of cursing the one who gave him life. This is his weakest moment, and he could have cursed God, which is what a whole lot of people would have done. But instead, in his weakness, he cursed himself. And this could have been a way of resisting cursing God. The pagans did celebrate their birthdays, but I don't know of any evidence that the Israelites did. So I think he is cursing the actual single day in history that he was born. 5. Let darkness and death shade redeem it. Let a cloud tabernacle upon it. To tabernacle is to rest or cover over something. And that's why a tent is actually a tabernacle, because it's a covering. But he is saying, let that day be covered by a cloud of darkness. Let them terrify it as the most bitter of days. 6. That night let thick darkness take it. Let it not be united to the days of the year. Unto the number of months let it not come when Joshua prayed that the sun would stop, the sun did stop, and we lost a day in history. And Job is actually cursing the day that he was born and asking that another day be lost in history. But Job lived long before Joshua, so this would have been a unique idea to have a day be gone from history at the time that Job was living. 7. Lo, that night let it be gloomy, let no singing come into it let the cursors of day market who are ready to wake up leviathan leviathan is dragon we'll see this later in the book of job when he actually describes leviathan dragons did exist in ancient times and my personal opinion is that what scientists today claim are dinosaurs a lot of those creatures were in ancient times called dragons and it's the exact same creatures but scientists today don't want to believe in dragons, so they call them dinosaurs. 9. Let the stars of its twilight be dark, let it wait for night, and there is none, and let it not look on the eyelids of the dawn. He's saying, let not only the daylight hours of the day that I was born, but also the nighttime hours of the day that I was born be completely dark. And that's neat how he says the eyelids of dawn. And that does well describe what it looks like when the sun is rising on the horizon. It does look like somebody is opening their eyes. So that's a neat perspective. 10 Because it hath not shut the doors of the womb that was mine, and hide misery from mine eyes. He's saying he wishes that he had been stillborn. He's upset that he was able to come out of the womb alive. 11. Why from the womb do I not die? From the belly I have come forth and gasp. Job is saying his life would have been better if it had never occurred. Job can only see the suffering he's presently in. He can't see the future because his grief is so great. He's emotionally stuck in his grief. He has no concept of his future, but God does, and that's why God allowed Job to be born and allowed all of his children to be born. 12 Wherefore have knees been before me, and what are breasts that I suck? He's talking about when he was a baby, because the mother would give birth in a squatting position, and the baby would come down between her knees toward the earth. They were really smart in ancient days. They realized that the most logical way to give birth is in a squatting position, so that you have gravity working in your favor. So in ancient times, the baby would come down in between the woman's legs and land on a pillow or in the hands of the midwife. And he's talking about the breasts that he sucked when he was a baby, his mother's breasts. 13. For now I have lain down and am quiet. I have slept. Then there is rest to me. He's saying, I wish I had never been born, but what I want now is to die. Which would be the opposite of God's will, because God created Job, and God wanted Job born. He is in intense grief, and in all of this grief, he never cursed the Lord. He never said, it's God's fault, I hate God, God has no right. He never put any blame or demands on God. We're allowed to have grief. We're allowed to recognize that we don't like our life, and that we don't like the situation that we're in, and we wish we weren't in it. But when we sin is when we curse God, when we blame him and take honor away from him, which is what Job never does. 14 With kings and counselors of earth, these building wastes for themselves. 15 Or with princes, they have gold, they are filling their houses with silver. 16 Or as a hidden abortion, I am not, as infants, they have not seen light. When he says hidden abortion, he means a stillborn child that dies inside the womb. He's saying that he wants to go and rest with those who are already dead, including kings, princes, and even people who died in the womb. 17. There the wicked have ceased troubling, and there rest do the wearied in power. 18. Together prisoners have been at ease, they have not heard the voice of an exactor. When you die, you don't have to build anymore if you are a king. You are at peace even if you lived as a prince, but if you lived as a prisoner, you are no longer in prison, and if you lived as a servant, you are now free from serving your master. If you are weary, you now have rest. 19. Small and great are there the same, and a servant is free from his lord. 20. Why giveth he to the miserable light, and the life to the bitter soul? 21 who are waiting for death, and it is not, and they seek it above hid treasures. Job is saying that he wishes everybody who wanted to die could die. He is in so much pain that he longs to die, and he also hopes that anyone else who suffers as he does will be able to die. This is very morbid, and this is where grief can take a person sometimes. It can make you wish that you were dead. Job's grief was colossal. It was unimaginable. Elijah also asked the Lord to take his life when he was running from Jezebel. He was so weary of the world and so afraid of the terrors of having a queen out to get him. He just didn't want to run anymore. He wanted to be done. And that's where Job is. He wants to be done. He doesn't want to hurt anymore. He was expressing normal feelings for the situation that he was in. But God still has his own will, and God doesn't want us to die prematurely. 22 Who are glad unto joy, they rejoice when they find a grave. And again, Job is talking about those who wish to die. So this could be people who are in a lot of pain, or a lot of grief, who actually are full of joy when they go into paradise. 23 To a man whose way hath been hidden, and whom God doth shut up. 24 For before my food my sighing cometh, and poured out as waters are my roarings. Job is saying, why does a man who God has punished, why is that man allowed to live? Because the punishment is greater than he can withstand. And he says, I sigh before I eat, and I have tears streaming down my face as I wail and cry. 25 For a fear I feared and it meeteth me, and what I was afraid of doth come to me. He had so much from the Lord, so much blessing, that he was afraid to lose it, and now he has lost it. 26 I was not safe, nor was I quiet, nor was I at rest, and trouble cometh. He says he wasn't safe in the grave yet, and all this trouble came to him. He wishes that he had died before all of this tragedy took place. That concludes Job chapter 3. In the next chapters, we'll hear what his friends have to say, and eventually, God will speak, and we'll hear what God has to say.